Hi, good morning, everyone. I'm Ray from Federated Hermes. And in conversation with me this morning, I have Yanis Billet, ESG and Climate Associate at HSF. Hello, Yanis. Hi, Ray. Good morning. Can you tell me a bit about who you are first and what you do, Yanis? Uh, yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, I'm one of the climate change specialists within our ESG group at HSF. Our group is spans across our international offices and is, is multidisciplinary, which means that uh, on top of more um, general ESG advice and guidance, we um, work with our sector specialists to provide really insightful ESG advice and, and make sure that the right people are always on, on the right particular transactions uh, and relevant work. And, and I'm, I'm one of the people with regards to climate change within that team. Excellent. And as a client, I can say I'm, I'm really pleased that HSF has ESG and climate associates. It's fantastic. We, can, we know where to come for the right advice. Have you always been an ESG person? So my um, tr- traditional home would be the um, corporate team. So I'm an M&A specialist um, by training, but I've been transitioning over the past years more and more towards climate change and ESG matters more widely, which uh, now takes up quite a bit of my, my day-to-day business but also offers us a great opportunity because uh, knowing the corporate side and understanding the day-to-day matters that that our clients have to deal with um, provides us with an interesting spin on on the ESG advice that we we give to be able to do that as an integrated um, form to make it as helpful as possible. And here we are on Thursday, week two of COP. How are you seeing COP so far? How do you think COP's going? No, it's, it's a very interesting question because, of course, uh, COP has been very much anticipated and there's been a lot of media coverage, much more maybe than, than most people had, in, had expected. Um, and the expectations have been in, in incredibly high, uh, rightly so, after an, another year of delay due to the COVID pandemic. Having, having been off to a, a strong start with a lot of pledges, we would have like to see more guidance and, and more clarity, uh, particularly on, on matters as Article 6 and the Paris rulebook, um, transparency. And, and we, we did see in, in, in week two now the publication of, of, of various negotiating texts. But the question will really be whether an ultimate agreement can be reached. That would, of course, be fantastic because it just gives um, us and our clients just that extra bit of insight and clarity a clearer path ahead. However, we, as things are progressing, it's unclear whether we will manage to eliminate all the square brackets that are still within the, the, the various uh, negotiation texts and, and whether uh, the politicians and leaders are, are able to deliver um, what, is, what is particularly needed to, to move on. And we're here as part of Climate Action Sustainable Innovation Forum, um, very much part of the pri- private sector contribution to COP. How has the conference gone for you? The conference has been a, a great experience for, from our side and, and I should have of course said uh, my, my first remarks were in relation to the Blue Zone and, and, and uh, every COP has the Blue Zone um, which which is the, the UN managed part, the, the, the political side and the Green Zone, the, the, the business side has, has I, I think really exceeded expectations with regards to the enthusiasm and, and, and interest um, that has been has been shown into the green zone activity, and uh, having been on the ground um, at CIF um, has has been quite quite overwhelming in a positive sense, and that I hadn't expected to 
have the conversations that we had with clients to see um, so much presence of business, uh, both physically and, 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 and remotely, um, and to see where the discussions were going and, and how mainstream some of the discussions had become. Of course, we've had various conversations with our clients um, over, over the past years on, on these matters and have had insights into the strategy planning um, and, and thinking of our clients and, and, and know where their trajectory is going. But it's, it's, it's very positive to see an uptake of those principles more widely and, and to see that, that sectors are pushing um, for, on the one hand, more guidance from government, but on the other hand, also building up a certain confidence that identified and solutions could be developed uh, on, in a co- cooperative manner and that the right people the right experts are, are coming into the rooms and it's no longer a fragmented approach as it might have been in past years. So is it your sense that that your clients in the private sector generally is waiting for government, waiting for a policy consensus, waiting for global action? Or is there is there a case that that we can't wait, that, that we need to act anyway? Traditionally, speaking as a lawyer, of course, we, we, we like to um, have have regulatory guidance and we, and we like to work within the legal structures that are being provided. So therefore, of course, there is a preference that we receive those insights and, and, and frameworks from government and, and from the international leadership. However, I, I do think that what we have seen at CIF is a, is a new renewed um, willingness um, and also ability that the private sector can push for change with the help of organizations and, 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 and other bodies, but, but can integrate things such as the um, task force on climate related financial disclosures, taking um, elements that can be standardized, that can be brought out and, and maybe at least trying to fill the void of certain things um, in the absence of government leadership to not just continue a certain tendency of waiting that might have been uh, around uh, over the past years. And as with all these conferences, probably in the blue zone and at SIF, conversations around the edges are as valuable as the panels and the negotiations going on in the room. One of the things I've personally found really valuable about the time I've spent here with HSF is the ability to have those conversations with other clients of the firm, with different lawyers in different departments. How have you found the non-conference part of, of, of being here, those conversations around the table over dinner, those conversations about the sessions? Have, have you guys found that interesting, found it useful, found it helpful? Absolutely, that, that, that collaborative um, atmosphere and, and, and nature of, of the entire experience has been hugely valuable to, to exchange different views on different sector approaches to, to the common problems that we are all facing um, to, to get those insights, uh, considering that we've, we've, we've heard and had the ability to speak with um, people that are not all coming from the legal perspective of things, but that have an engineering background. Um, that have a finance background, all, all those different views will be essential to, to coming up with the relevant solutions that, that we do. And I think we've, we've seen over the past years that we cannot take siloed approaches anymore, um, that we have to collaborate and bring everybody together to just um, find, find coherent and, and harmonized solutions to, to these problems. And that that might give us a chance to keep 1.5 inside to, to deliver 
on some of these things. But how, uh, that all being said, and, and, and while uh, I am cautiously optimistic on on the outcomes of, of these private sector initiatives, I, I do think that it's now very much important that we turn that enthusiasm that we are um, experiencing here here in Glasgow and that we've experienced over the past weeks uh, from the private sector into concrete action. And that it's not um, at the end um, maybe diluted by disappointment from lack of, of, of leadership from, from the Blue Zone. And how do you see the role of lawyers in what happens next in translating that enthusiasm and those conversations and that momentum into real action? Now, that's that's a great question. And I, I think as, as lawyers, we have the unique chance of, of really trying to connect the, the, the right people uh, with each other and to, to foster that, that culture of collaboration and, and to make sure that multiple um, perspectives are taken into account um, to, to offer a fulsome analysis of, of different avenues um, and, and uh, calculate legal risk, but also opportunity cost in, into those and, and, and provide um, that as um, a possible path forward in, in how we can conduct business uh, with a more climate conscious uh, mindset. A climate conscious mindset. That's what we all need going forward. Thank you very much, Yanis. It's been a pleasure to talk to you and look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thank you very much, Rhi.